Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of Parent Involved. My name is Jamie. I'm your host. And this is the fourth official episode. So guys, thank you for joining today. And if you guys don't know already, I'm on um, Instagram at Parent Involved underscore pod. I'm also on TikTok. So thank you guys for joining. So if you guys don't know what this channel is about, it is Definitely about being a parent and involved in your children's lives. I have three children that range all the way from pre-K all the way up to a high school graduate. So she'll be going off to college. So definitely there is a big range. So I have had a lot of experience and I'm just going to share some thoughts and conversations with you guys that I feel some may wonder about or or just providing some experience from my point of view. So guys, this episode is pretty much about just being involved with your kids as far as their everyday activities, extracurricular, when should you put them in extracurricular. I have found that I mean, I started pretty early with my firstborn, which is now 18 years old. We started off with the YMCA. That was the way that I was able to put her in basketball starting around fourth grade. Being a single parent from pretty much the beginning, that was pretty much what I could afford at that time. So around fourth grade, that's where I was able to afford and understand how to manage my time more by working and then making sure she had the time to do something outside of just school and being at home. With the YMCA, it was parent volunteer with the coaches. So if your child was on the team, they would send an email out, are you interested in volunteering to be a coach? At that time, I definitely was not being, you know, working. I didn't have the time put towards actually coaching. And so I decided that first time experience getting her involved in fourth grade that I was not going to be one of the coaches. So signed her up. And then, you know, once she got signed up, that's when she would go to practice just once a week. Once a week, she would practice and then they would have a game that weekend. So I think they would the parent. It was up to the parent that decided to be the coach and they would basically pick out the schedule. So that experience was very I think. That's when I realized, you know, I wanted to make sure that my child and then once I had more children that I wanted to make sure they had the experience or they were able to experience different sports or even just different activities, because that's not the only thing that I put her in. I definitely put her in. We tested out music, singing. That was another thing that it wasn't free. So it was outside of school. So usually things that are outside of school. They're not usually free. With the YMCA, once I got my daughter involved in the YMCA, I pretty much continued on all the way up until she was able to to join an actual school, which wasn't until middle school. Normally, the school doesn't have teams until about seventh grade. So as soon as she was able to try out for the team, she passed the tryouts because she had already started since fourth grade. So she had a little bit of experience. She knew, you know, the basics not to double dribble, uh, not to travel. So she already had that. I think that pretty much helped her. But usually seventh grade, they're really lenient. A lot of kids are just getting started. And even if they didn't have outside experience, you know, it's really how they feel on the court or are they enthusiastic about it is what I saw. So after that phase of the YMCA, we went ahead and she joined the school team, the middle school team. I had my son around that time. So around when she was in fourth grade, that's when I had my son. And then when he turned around three, that's when I put him in YMCA. So for him, he did try multiple sports. I mean, at three, that was really young, I feel. But he was very active and he did listen. 
um, at times, sometimes with the basketball, you know, he was very active. He loved to do cartwheels back when he was between like three and five. He was very just energetic and did not like to sit still. So that's why I, I put him in extracurriculars, just trying to get him to burn the energy. Pretty much. We all want the kids to burn energy, to exercise, anything to make sure they go to sleep at night. Cause we don't want them wired up when it's time for us to sleep and we got to go to work the next day. So that's pretty much what happened. Um, he tried uh, basketball, T-ball. He also tried soccer during that time. And then that's kind of how I saw which ones he liked best. I kept on putting him in different sports just to kind of see where his passion was because I didn't want to just push a sport off on him. Um, it was something that I felt like if he he liked it, he he asked about it after we left or during the week. He was like, when the next time I got to go to practice, that was something that I felt if he did that, then he would want to continue. So it was a little bit different for my daughter. I mean, the money situation was different. I was um, a teen. So when I had my my firstborn and so. You know, I was I went to the military a few years after she was born and then it was a little bit, you know, I was trying to find a job on the side. Um, so it was a lot. It was a lot different with my firstborn versus my middle child because I was trying to get established more with my firstborn. When my second born, I think I was more already established or getting there and then I was making the money I needed to, or I felt I was comfortable with making in order to put them, you know, pay for those extracurriculars and get them more involved. And then also the schedule. So finding the right job definitely helps um, when you're trying to manage your schedule to be there for your kids. Um, Cause if you're working, you know, one of those, I did have one of those jobs at Sprint. So I used to work for Sprint um, phone company, which is now T-Mobile cause T-Mobile bought them. But I used to work for Sprint at the call center. And if anyone knows what a call center is like, they have different shifts. You have shift bids and every it's like six to eight months, your shift is changing. It was never like, okay, Monday through Friday, you got um, eight to five. It was never that. I don't think I ever had an eight to five until you know I got my current job, but that kind of made it difficult. The babysitting thing, if a lot of you guys already know about it, is very, very expensive. I don't know <laughs> what happened, but I mean, just over the years when you go, I mean, if you call and you get, get a quote, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, they're asking for what you pay in rent, like a rent amount for the month. They're asking for that for childcare. And it's not, it's not like they're living there. They're there, you know, Monday through Friday or, you know, whatever your shift is normally, but they're there, you know, it's like regular school. So it's kind of really a rough situation that, I mean, I've experienced, especially with my firstborn, that's where I experienced it's the most. And that's the reason why I used to have my family with me. My, you know, my cousin lived with me off and on. My brother lived with me off and on. And it was just always, I needed support um, from a family because I was a single parent. And I just, that, that was who I had around me. Like I lived so many different places that I needed the support moving around. When I was first, you know, getting out there in the military, fresh in the military, even, even with those checks, it it definitely was not enough to just be working full time and then childcare and any any kind of extracurricular. It was really out of the question 
when it comes to, you know, you have to choose, you know, it's either make sure your kids have, you know, what they need, the necessities, if you want to do anything extra. And then it was pretty much there's no extra money on the side to pay. I think with um, YMCA it was about I think it was like about a hundred or so dollars for the whole month for a, like a four week or a four, six week um, program. So, and I mean, right now with inflation, that might not sound a lot because that was back then. So she was in the fourth grade. Now, of course, she's 19. So, I mean, 18. So it was still pretty expensive. I mean, that that's kind of what I can say. It was pretty expensive even though. So, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty expensive, even a hundred or so dollars. If you don't have it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. So I've experienced it. I've experienced that when she was younger and, but you know, after a while, you know, you work and then you move up because when you get a job, even with, you know, Sprint, when I worked for Sprint, definitely I was moving up. So um, I think I was like a, a tech support and then I went to advanced tech support. So it was like I was getting I was in positions where I could move up. And that's where whenever I got more money, I was able to see, OK, I want to make sure that, you know, it's not just go home, go to school, come home and we're at home, you know there's nothing else for us to do or if we do we go into the park you know she was getting older so had to incorporate some extra activities outside of just going home going to the park anything even swimming you know go swimming like I wanted to put more structure in there where she can experience actual other things after that once I realized you know once I got in a a better position that's how you kind of figure out you have to keep track this extra money I can leave to the side for this, 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 and this. And that's kind of how I started to look at it, like the bigger picture. Okay, so I have a raise and now I'm getting this extra per check. So what am I going to do with it? That's I've always been a numbers person as far as when it comes to money, because I used to, I don't like math. I'm not a math person, but I'm a money person. So I guess you could say finance, but I'm not equation type person. Like I'm, I don't like the, I don't like equations. I don't like quadratic formulas, like all that, the formulas. I don't know. I don't, it's not really, if you're not going into engineering or something that requires it, I don't think you should have to learn it. To be honest, it's just definitely it's difficult. So anyway, So with the money part, I'm always, um, I worked at Walmart at one point where I was a cashier, started out, but then I, uh, I actually moved into, it's called, I can't even remember what it's called, but it's, it's a room where you go into and you count the cashiers, you balance out all of their cash registers. So you balance out their cash register. So I did that. I was still, I was under 20. So I got promoted. You know, that was one of, and after high school, I went to Walmart and I was cashier. And then I got promoted to, to go into that position. It was like an overnight position. And the morning you go ahead and balance all the registers after everyone is closed out. So that was what I did. And that's kind of where I got the money part thing from. And I was typing, you know, keyboards. You have to learn to type the numbers in fast on a register, on a calculator. And that's, pretty much why I'm a numbers person even to this day. Um, So yeah, with the cashier, that's where, um, you know, I realized balancing is important. You have to know how much you start with. And then, you know, after everything that you've paid for or that you're gonna be paying for monthly, I put my children into the extracurriculars, it was a monthly fee. So I had to incorporate that. And that's kind of how, you know, that's that's pretty much how budgeting works. You have to know what's going out 
and compare that to what's coming in in order for you to see the final. And I mean, whenever I think of budgeting, I learned along the way, but you have to definitely include everything, even those possibles, like the entertainment. Like if you want to go to the movies, you have to have a budget or an actual section for that on your budget list. Because if not, then it's really, it's really not you budgeting. Because you can definitely, it's easy to go over that budget if you don't incorporate those what ifs. I feel like I want to go to the movies. I need to have an extra to the side so I can go to the movies. I'm not a good budgeter. I won't say that I'm good at it. But whenever I sit down, which I try to do at least once a month, I just try to, you know, sit down and see where I'm at, (laughs) which is not a good thing. You should be trying to pre- pre-do your budget list instead of after the fact. And that's kind of usually, I'm in the middle. I usually try to do it. Okay, this is how my next month is going to look. This is how this month or last month look. So it's, it works a little bit. I mean, I'm not perfect at it, but that's how it has been easy for me. Cause I know some parents out there, you know, especially with what's going on now, it's hard to even have that kind of money or even think about having that side money to put into that extracurricular. But I will say that I do think that it's definitely beneficial. I mean, if you are that type of active person and you want to take them out and do things on the regular, like swimming, you guys go out, you know, twice a week swimming, um, you're teaching them the strokes or whatever, you know, just something that's to help them learn a skill. That's the importance of it all. That's kind of what this topic was about is just, you know, when or why should you incorporate extracurricular activities? And I mean, they learn a lot. They learn, you know, structure. They learn to listen. They learn to how to pay attention and how to follow directions. And I think that's important, not just in that sport, but everyday life, of course, Um, if they're going to get a job, if they're going to learn a new skill in the future, even with the business, if they're going to start their own business, they have to be able to sit down, learn, listen, and they have to follow the directions or, you know, it doesn't really work out. You can't just wing it. (laughs) That's a lot. A lot of people, I know a lot of people that do that now. So can't definitely winging it is not going to do it (laughs) in this life. You got to have a plan. So I think that's that the extracurriculars definitely help with that. So my firstborn, she did basketball. She did some a singing. We did some singing classes and she did do some piano, but it was never, it was really not consistent with her. And I do think a lot of it had to do with where I was financially, because if you're not financially stable, um, you know, you just don't have it to continue it on because it is something that it. It's not just, oh, you took it a few months, so you you know you got the experience, you know how to do this. It is something that's ongoing. If they choose a sport that they want their skills to improve, it's something you have to do, um, you have to invest in. And I think when you see those like really good basketball players or you know, just really good swimmers, I think I can't speak for all of them, but I think a lot of it does have to do with when they get that extra that one-on-one or that professional like with basketball AAU. So AAU helps to take them to the next level instead. You know, like I said, with YMCA, it was more of a parent volunteering. And then even I had volunteered one year, you know, because like I said, from fourth grade to seventh grade, she was doing um, YMCA. So she did YMCA and then she did another, they had another one similar to YMCA, which it was still parent 
parent volunteer. So I actually, one year I volunteered <laughs> and my son, I think he was two at the time, but I, you know, I volunteered, I played basketball, um, two years in high school and I really liked the sport, you know, just watching it. I, you know, I know a lot about it, but you know, it was just pretty much just coaching them on things. You know, I had to look it up though, cause I'm not a professional. So, <laughs> but I knew a little bit to be the coach and we did, I, we did make it a championship. We was top two and we lost the finals though. We lost the finals. It, and then you know what, what happened? I'm going to, I'm going to tell my little story. Cause I was like, man, I should have taught them how to play offense with against the zone defense. And that's what it was. That team. <laughs> And I still remember because it, it it was upsetting to me that we made it that far. We was winning every single game. And then, you know, we had some good players in this. This one was, it was boys and girls together. So we had two girls, my daughter and another girl, and then the rest were boys. So it was, it was just a really good team. I mean, they were already good. So, you know, it was good for me because I wasn't a professional coach. You know, I was just a parent, volunteer, you know, to fill a seat and to guide them and prep them for the next game so they were already pretty good I had some tall you know this was I think was was it sixth grade probably this her towards the final you know towards her last few years of playing so it was it was definitely an experience but I mean just like that that when you do that type of sport with a parent you know we're just teaching you guys the basic, but when you have an actual coach out there that you've been training with for years, one-on-one, they take you to the next level. That's going to be, of course, most of the time it's going to cost some money. And those are a little bit higher than just, you know, the YMCA local communities. So after that, I will say that, you know, my daughter played high school. She was on the freshman team and then, you know, we had COVID. So she was out 10th grade year, but when she came back, 11th grade she definitely got back involved and then it was her last year she did win city section so helped her you know in her last year of basketball all the way from you know fourth grade she's been playing just loving the game and so definitely my point to it all is that when you have your children it's important to find what they love what they're passionate about. Um, my my middle child, which he's right now in swimming, but it's just that's that's the type of thing. He's he tried a lot of different sports, you know, basketball. He's tried he's already expressed flag, you know, flag football, starting off with flag and then doing some football, but I'm against it just because of <laughs> the type of head injuries. I'm not really a fan of you know, this is my son and a lot of people, you know, they they're OK with it. You know, toughen up boys. I'm I'm not really into I think there's a lot of different things that you can have a child do, you know. So there's so many sports, art, art, crafts, all kinds of things. You know, I don't just limit him. Oh, you have, you know, try sport. Um, he's in acting, singing. He does a, a lot of different extracurricular. And I think just finding where his passion lies, that's most important. And, you know, it might be football. <laughs> we won't know, you know, until he gets a little older where I guess, you know, we'll see. I'm not going to hold him back forever. But, you know, while he's young, it's definitely my duty <laughs> as his mother to make sure if I can prevent, you know, any broken anything or any concussions if I can you know of course other sports you can get concussed um swimming of course I'm not saying you know I'm just trying to put a shell on them but 
it's just my preference. You know, everyone has their preference, of course. <laughs> Everyone's different, so don't shoot the messenger. It's just that's just how I feel personally. And of course, you guys can feel any way that you feel whenever you're choosing what sport you want to invest in to, you know, see if they like it and see if they'll progress or see if they'll grow a passion for it. So, so with my youngest is 4 years old, and you know, with her we've already tried swimming and ballet. Um, she just let me know today that she want to get back into ballet because we took a break, which the reason why is, and this is important too, is I found that she was not listening every time we would go and then she do circles while she's supposed to stand there, you know, and she was three at the time we first got her in when she was three. So what I said was, okay, when you turn four, we'll try it again. <laughs> and actually we didn't try it again, but she's about to be five now. So I'm like, okay, maybe she'll be, you know, more attentive to when it's time to listen. Cause it was only, you know, 30, 45 minutes. So I'm, I mean, I don't, I didn't want to just punish her for not listening. So I just took her out. Let's take a break. That's pretty much what it was. Let's take a break. And the same thing happened with my son with basketball. He wasn't very attentive. And that was one of the things, you know, it would hurt him um, when it was time for a game. He had to sit out because, you know, he wasn't listening or he had talked during practice. And I was like, well, you know, if it's not working, I'm not going to waste my money. And that was important. I don't want to waste my money. So Pretty much, you guys, that's how I figure, you know, you got to figure it out as you go. You know, I don't say you did this, so you're not playing no more sports. No, it's not that. It's, it's we're going to try it later or we'll try something else because I still want them to be each and every one of them. I want them to find something that they're passionate about because at the end of the day, you never know, you know, what they grow up to be. Um, I don't want to just guide a child to just one one path, I'm hoping that they'll have options. And that goes for my oldest. When she was younger, it was lawyer. Okay, let's let's focus on a lawyer, then you be a judge. And you know, the people that make the laws, because it was important for me at that time. But you know, over the years, it, after asking her, I think when she got in high school, that's when she said, um, I'm going to be a doctor. And I'm like, what? We've been saying all these years, you're going to be a lawyer. And she was like, no, I don't think so. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, a doctor is not too far off. So I was fine with that. I think anything that she would have decided, it was pretty much, well, let's look at it. That's how I, whenever she bring it up, you know, she, she thought about cosmetology. She thought about hair and that that's kind of the thing, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to find um, what they want to be. So it's important to make sure that we let them experience different things because you know, with hair, she she doesn't want to stand up all day. And, um, you know, that's that's the type of thing. Like, we have to give them the knowledge, even though they're growing and they have to learn it on their own. I mean, we we as parents being involved, which that's what this, this channel is about, being involved. But we as parents have to help them. We have to help them with getting that knowledge and guide them to getting that knowledge. So, I mean, that was pretty much what this episode was about, just extracurriculars, how it's going to help them in the future to choose what they're going to do with their lives or just to have options. That's really what it's about. Making sure they have options. It's not just the one path. Even if they change their mind later on, you know, it's definitely at least they know that, you know, I've tried this. Um, I'm going to try to do this, you know, more. I'm going to try to be better. I want to try to make 
make it in the league. So whatever it is that they decide, at least we aided and helped them instead of it just being go do your homework, good night, bye, go eat dinner or see you later. You know, it, it was more of just being involved. It's more to it, I think, definitely. So if you guys have any questions, definitely reach out to me on Instagram in my direct messages. That's going to be at parent involved underscore pod. I want to do an episode where I answer questions for you guys, even maybe live streams in the future. Also follow me on YouTube if you're not already or TikTok at Parent Involved for both. That way you guys can see the video side. If you want to see clips, if you're more visual, you can see that. And then also don't forget to listen to me every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific time. I will upload new episodes weekly. So thank you guys for listening in. You guys have a great day.